As you're watching our uh, Facebook broadcast, you'll see that Elizabeth and I are talking. You can't hear us, but we're talking uh, here in the studio. And typically we're talking about the story that we're going to uh, be addressing when we come back on the air, uh, which in this case is going to be, uh, you know, House Resolution 5383, which I told you about yesterday, called the New Way Forward Act. And David Ray is going to join us in just a moment from the Federation for American Immigration Reform, or FAIR, their website, fairus.org, okay, fairus.org. You need to go there. You need to read about this and about some other pieces of legislation that kind of slid under the counter uh, while the impeachment was going on. But, uh, David, let, let, let me get you up here to talk a little bit. Tell me, I, I, I get this decided feeling. This is the most aggressive form of uh, immigration change that uh, the left has ever brought forward. I get the feeling like the the left feels like it's now or never for some reason. I mean, this is really, really aggressive. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Good morning, Dave and uh, Elizabeth. Good to be with you all. But uh I would have to say that this is the most radical in immigration bill introduced in the last hundred years, if not ever, in American history. Uh, but what's even more scary is that this is not a bill that's supported by some fringe element of the Democratic Party. In fact, 25 percent of House Democrats have already signed on to this bill, not a single Republican. But what they call the new path forward would completely remake the face of U.S. immigration policy in some very sweeping ways. Um, this would shield aliens who had committed crimes of moral perpetuity. Those are things like you know, sexual crimes against children, uh, rape, murder, armed robbery, those types of things. If you were a non-citizen in the United States, you committed one of those crimes, you went to jail. Once you got out of jail, you would be deported under current law. Why would we want somebody like that in our country, right? That's correct. And uh, uh, But this would change that. So you would no longer be deported. You would serve your time and then reenter the community and allowed to be get, you know, you'd allowed to go on to a pathway to citizenship. It would decriminalize illegal entry, which, you know, I guess they could say this is a novel way to end illegal immigration. It just makes it not illegal anymore. So in all intents and purposes, they have ended illegal immigration. What I find so interesting, think about that, Dave and Elizabeth, in the context of the coronavirus. Here we have a possible pandemic, or I guess it is a pandemic, according to the World Health Organization. What is everyone in every country doing? They are buckling down their borders. They are inspecting everything that's coming into their country. They are, you know, using uh, uh, all sorts of uh, detectors to see if anybody has any kind of temperature or what have you, quarantining people for two weeks. And we're talking about opening up our borders and decriminalizing illegal immigration. How would you stop people with the coronavirus from getting in the United States if that was the way we conducted business in this country? Another thing it does is creates a pathway to re-enter the United States for about 480,000 criminal aliens who've already been had their day 
in the courts, have had their appeals, all paid for by U.S. taxpayers, have been deported. Mm-hmm. They're no longer in the country. It would allow them to appeal. Now, these are not you know, people who are your garden variety illegal aliens. These are drug traffickers, people who've uh, been involved in manslaughter, rape. Uh, you know, the most disturbing thing about this is that our immigration courts have a backlog of nearly a million cases already. And this would add nearly another half a million people to that. The other thing that it does is it makes it, uh, you know, a lot of the Democrat candidates have, have uh, uh, said that they approve of the idea of abolishing ICE. This doesn't abolish ICE, but it makes it nearly impossible for ICE to detain an illegal immigrant. If, for example, you're captured by ICE and you're an illegal immigrant, it, it would be now harder to hold you if you didn't speak English, if you say you're gay or transgender. Yeah, let me stop. Let me claim- stop. Wait, Shane, let me stop you there. Where, right. why, why does gayness or transgenderism have any play in this piece of legislation? This is supposed to be about illegal immigration. Well, you know, I think it it, it became a Christmas tree of uh, you know wish list for people that wanted to throw special bones to, to specific, uh, you know, special interest groups. You know, uh, we call this type of bill here in Washington. I mean, this bill has zero chance of making it through the Senate or zero chance of being signed into law by uh, President Trump. But we call this type of bill the same thing as with the New Green Deal. It is a marker. They have laid down a marker. And what they are trying to do with this bill is to contrast the Democrats' vision for immigration versus the Republican vision for immigration. You know, many Democrats uh, feel that President Trump puts too much emphasis on, uh, you know, structures at the border, on the border wall, on deporting criminal aliens, on cracking down on uh, people who become uh, charges of the state and can't take care of themselves, uh, those types of enforcement measures. And this would, this is, it, it, you know, a completely opposite direction. And uh, this is a, a marker bill. It will, it'll be around for a while. Will It'll be introduced very likely in the next Congress as well. But just like the new Green Deal, where a lot of the Democratic candidates were asked to um, candidates for president were asked to voice their opinion on uh, during the first Democratic debate or the second Democratic debate. This will be something that they will probably be asked to give their opinion on. And keep in mind, many of them have already called for decriminalizing illegal immigration, free health care for illegal aliens, abolishing ICE, embracing sanctuary cities. So, you know, this is not going to be that controversial uh, for some segments of the population. Yeah, well, it's definitely the left. There's no doubt about that. (laughs) But, I mean, when you put this up and it gets out there and people can read it, I think this is, and and David, I think you'll agree with me, this is a way to try to chip away at the immigration policies that we have where people say, well, that doesn't sound that bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, well, if you you know, first of all, this was quietly introduced in the midst of of the impeachment yes. circus that you know the entire country 
was hyper-focused on, but especially so here inside the Beltway in Washington, D.C. So this had very little, if any, airtime. And so it was quietly introduced. It's out there. It has a substantial number of sponsors. And it is a, you know, a complete opposite choice uh, for, you know, uh, for somebody who voted for President Trump. And so, you know, I think this is a way to embolden uh, your your liberal and progressive voters who are saying screaming for immigration reform. When you hear liberals and progressives saying that they want immigration reform, it doesn't mean stopping illegal immigration. Remember what this this is their definition of immigration reform. It's very important to keep that in mind. Yeah, this is where if they could get everything they wanted, this is kind of what they want. And there's a there's a segment in this that says that people have been deported. American taxpayers would be on the hook to fly them back here to the United States. Yep. Right. How crazy is that? And how much money do we have? I, you know, I'd like to ask your listeners, um, for, for those who have not heard some of the testimonials of the angel families, these are parents Mm -hmm. uh, or family members who've lost a brother or sister or a child, uh, sometimes in, in, in very, very hard to listen to heinous ways. On FAIR's website, right on our homepage, we have a uh, uh, FAIRUS.org, a place where you can go and click on videos of these angel parents giving you their story. And when I see, you know, this this bill, the New Path Forward, which really should New Way New Way Forward Act, it should be called the Wrong Way Forward yeah. Act. But 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 what, the first thing that it strikes that strikes me is that anyone who would put their name on this bill does not have a scintilla of compassion for any American family that's lost a loved one mm-hmm. to an illegal immigrant, because that is a 100% preventable crime. Those people were not supposed to be in the country in the first place. They were here. You want to hear illegal aliens talk about family separation? These, period, these parents and families have experienced family separation that is permanent. They will not see their loved ones again until they're in heaven. And so this is the type of family separation that American citizens have to go through. There's no cure for it, but there's no compassion on the other side. Anyone who would talk about keeping, um, you know, a known murderer or a known you know, child rapist or molester in the country so they can become a citizen has no compassion for the, or, or no feelings of, of guilt or, 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 or anything over uh, innocent Americans whose lives have been ruined or lost by the, by, uh, at the hands of criminal and illegal aliens. Our guest, David Ray, he's from the Federation for American Immigration Reform. That's FAIR, their website, fairus.org. i got to get a break in here, David. Stay with us because when we All come right. back, I'd like to talk to you about the uh, New York green or green light law that they had. And then I like to talk about what's going on in California and in Maryland. That's all coming up here on the Dave Ellswick show, 40 degrees. It's uh, about 14 minutes till not uh, till seven o'clock. Pardon me. And uh, time to get you some traffic right here. Back with you. David Ray is our guest from fair. That is the uh, American Federation uh, immigration uh, for Federation for American Immigration Reform. I'll get it right. I've, I've gone to their hold their feet to the fire uh, yearly get together 
for years. Last year's first one I ever had, I had to, I had to miss. It's been what, 10 years, 11 years. And I missed last year. I can't believe that I had to do that, but I did. Fairus.org is the, uh, uh, their address on the internet. Let's come back with David and let's talk about some things that happened during the impeachment that people probably don't know about. Uh, Department of Homeland Security announcing that New York residents will no longer be eligible to participate in global entry and other federal programs that expedite travel in response to its green light law. Give us a rundown on this. Well, you know, Dave, New York's green light law is another example of dangerous uh, um, uh, sanctuary policies that not only put the public safety uh, at risk, but also put national security at risk. So New York, the home of ground zero, uh, where, you know, 19 terrorists um, holding driver's license from a number of different states uh, were able to board airplanes and use those airplanes as missiles against us, killing 3,000 Americans, knocking down the World Trade Center, you can now, again, if you're an illegal immigrant and we know nothing about you in the state of New York, you can obtain a driver's license. There's a lot of bizarre things about this piece of legislation. I mean, and ironic that it's coming from the state of New York. But one of the most ridiculous, I mean, think about if you are with a, a clerk at the Department of Motor Vehicles in, in one of the rural counties in upstate New York, as Part of this law, if somebody comes to you and presents you with a birth certificate from Azerbaijan or Uruguay or Costa Rica, you are supposed – they are allowed to use those as identifying documents. Now, how in the world is somebody who's not a document expert supposed to know whether or not they're looking at a counterfeit or a forfeit? That's correct. Uh, document. I mean, it's just absurd. We are we are once again making the very same mistake we made that 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 cost us 9/11. We had a lackadaisical attitude about about handing out driver's license. Let's face it; it is a passport. Once you get a driver's license, you can go virtually anywhere in the United That's States. That's correct. You can open you can open a bank account. Uh, you can uh, get around and you can uh, work your way into the community. And the, the fact is, is that since a background check was never done on you, since you're here illegally, a background check was never done on you in your home country. We have no idea who you are and why you're really here. I mean, maybe you're just here, uh, you know, looking for a job, but 9-11 taught us that some people are not here to chase the American dream. Some people are here to blow it up. That's right, and to destroy so, it. Yeah, so this uh, this green light law is very concerning. And so that was the federal government. The federal government has announced a number of things that they're doing against these sanctuary communities. But what I think the, the most ironic one, this about made my head explode, right here outside of D.C. in Montgomery County, Maryland, a very affluent, very left-leaning county, uh, you know, a lot of police departments have ride-along programs where they, you know, will pick a citizen or, or two to, to ride along in a squad car and to kind of witness American criminal justice firsthand. I think it's a very good program. In Montgomery County, Maryland, they have decided to allow an illegal, a known illegal alien 
who has a federal uh, arrest warrant out for him mm-hmm. for having blown off his immigration hearing. Uh, now, of course, they will not release uh, uh, this guy's name because he's a fugitive. And now this fugitive, he's a fugitive from the federal government, federal police. This fugitive will be riding around in the back of a police car like he's a Boy Scout witnessing American justice at, at work. Yeah, there you now, go. This is mind-boggling on so many levels. I it, it drove me to write an opinion piece about sanctuary cities that was uh, posted on cnsnews.com yesterday, which really kind of lays out why sanctuary policies are so dangerous. The third example that we uh, that came to light uh, this week was in Orange County, California. This one, a very interesting one. Yeah. 25% of the illegal aliens that they released because California is a sanctuary state recommit crimes after being released. So these folks commit a crime. They are taken in by police. The police are not allowed to alert ICE or to hold these folks for ICE to come and get them and deport them. They're released right back on the street like Kate Steinle's murderer was in San Francisco. 25% of them recommit. Uh, yeah. In 2019, that uh, about 1,100 criminal aliens uh, uh, were released, and 238 were rearrested for charges including rape, domestic violence, DUI, child sex offenses. Now, this is why, if you've ever heard of the Angel families, the moms and dads, brothers and sisters who's, who've lost a loved one to criminal illegal aliens, this is why their stories are so heartbreaking uh, and it, because these are 100 per, per, 100% preventable That's crimes. Right. These folks were not supposed to be in the country in the first place. If they weren't, these, uh, these family members would be alive. If you'd like to listen to some of those stories on FAIR's homepage, fairus.org, we actually have video testimonials of some of the stories, and I'm going to warn you, these are some of these are very difficult to listen to, and I doubt you can make it through very many of them with with a dry eye. But if you need to see how callous those on the left have become to the to the real suffering of American families uh, at the hands of people who were not supposed to be here in the first place and are trying to change laws. So that people who aren't supposed to be here can be here and remain here and become citizens, then you ought to go listen to some of those testimonials because that will change your mind. I I agree with you, David. Hey, before I let you go, um, I've got about a minute and a half left. Would you shoot down the myth that the left keeps shooting up uh, that somehow illegal immigrants commit less crime than legal citizens of the United States? Well, we just did a study on that, actually, and there's a program called SCAP, uh, S-C-A-A-P. I cannot tell you what it stands for, but it is a reimbursement program from the federal government uh, to state and local municipalities. When a a local municipality has to detain an illegal immigrant, uh, the federal government reimburses them for that. So using that data, we were able to see uh, statistically – that illegal aliens are three and a half to five times more likely 
to commit crimes than U.S. citizens or legal immigrants. I'd like to add legal immigrants were the Mm -hmm. the most unlikely at the very bottom of the list of those likely to commit crimes. So they were they were better than U.S. citizens. Um, But the point is that that uh, illegal aliens uh, are well overrepresented in uh, state and local jails. And that can be shown that study right there. If you if you uh, type on the um, uh, search engine on FAIR's website, S.C.A.A.P., that study will pop up and you'll be able to see there were, you know, five or six states where we were able to run the numbers on those and prove that very point. Three and a half times to five times more likely to be arrested and held in state and local prisons than U.S. citizens or legal residents. All right. David Ray, Federation for American Immigration Reform. Tell uh, Bob and everybody there that I said hi, if you would. Their website again. I hope we see you this September. You will see me this September. Fairus.org. Hold your feet to the fire. I will be there, David. And you, of course, will join me. I'll talk to you later. All right. Take care, buddy. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye now. All right. So, uh, David Ray, some very important information to take with you. Something to talk about around the water cooler today, if if you'd like to, if, if you don't mind ticking people off. It's uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. The Bible Guys are next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.